and welcome to an emo girl's guide to the galaxy where we debate, rant, and curse too much. If you like books, sarcasm, and hate the patriarchy, then you've come to the right place. And this week, Aaron is still uh, off on vacay, which we are all very jealous about. But um, our <laughs> awesome British friend, Seth, is here <laughs> to fill in. Back. Again. She's back again. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. I will kick things off with some bookish world updates. Um, so for this week, My Dearest Darkest, which is a sapphic horror book, um, comes out on March 29th. So everybody who is into horror, I know a lot of us aren't. I am. So this one was exciting for me. Uh, add that to your TBR. Add it to your cart. Um, another one I wanted to talk about, which is not specifically new, it's actually been out for a few weeks already, but it did come out in March, is All My Rage by Saba Tahir. Um, it is, it's been out for a few weeks, but I love her, and I love her Ember in the Ashes series. This book is a contemporary YA novel, but it is a good BIPOC, um, addition to your libraries. It is super sad and devastating from what I hear, but in a good way. I know we literally just talked about this, but it is a good insight into um, characters of color. You get an author of color and who knows, you know, all of these things about her Pakistani background and roots, and I found it super interesting, so I wanted to shout it out here. Um, And then this one in particular that I found, I want to say was one that Jess had spoken about. I might be wrong, but it is a new Black Dagger Brotherhood book. So it is yes. like the 20th in the series. And it May is it never a... End. I need to read these. Yes, yeah, so the new one is out <laughs> April 5th. It's called Lover Arisen. It's a paranormal romance by J.R. Ward. And it is her newest addition to her Black Dagger Brotherhood series. Yes. And I know that there has been a lot of praise from the group, so I wanted to add that to our list. <laughs> Those are fun if you want a really long uh, series of paranormal romances. And it's just standalones, but not standalones because mm. there's an overarching, like, really long overarching storyline yeah. that's happening. Um, but, yeah, those are fun. And uh, hot. I like them. Very Yeah, hot. Steph, I was going to say, you seem like you've read them, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they are. Uh, some of them are real hot. Real hot. Some of them are less hot, but some of them are real hot. Like I, will, I would do bad things for for those men um yeah. rage in particular shout out to my hollywood mm-hmm. guy love him so much moving this up on my list i think i have the first ebook i'm trying to remember i think the first one was not my favorite but as long as i, I know think I read that the first one and was like eh, i don't know about these but it does get better there's one i can't remember who it is but it's in the near beginning where he's just like but he's so messed up. Oh, uh, yeah, and boy. yeah, Zadus. Yeah, you know yeah. they've got like weird names as well, but they're just. Yeah, they've all got really weird The type names. of like, if you're just looking for like an easy, quick, like hot, like read of basically like vam- like vampires, but in a way that's different, then. I'm here for One that. of the girls in one of the books is a ghost. Okay, I'm here for th- I kind of like that. I'm here for or it. Or is that? Immortals After Dark, one of them is a ghost. But one of them is a ghost in that one, too. I was going to say, Immortals After Dark. That well, I think in this one, one's also Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. 
She's the ghost. <laughs> there's a All lot. Right, of, well, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> ghosts, vampires, dark paranormal romance that are very steamy. It gets the stamp of approval from Steph and Jess, so everyone yes. go start reading Black Dagger Brotherhood series. You know how we love smut. Yeah. All right, so we'll do our around the room updates for the week. I got my book of the month club stuff in, and I got three books this time because. I am who I am. <laughs> um, but I got The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley. And so I'm pretty excited to read that, that. It's a thriller. Um, and it's really pretty. The cover is... That is really cute. So I like it. Very and then emo. I also got... Uh, right. <laughs> and it's a thriller, so we love it. But I got two Emily Henry books, The Beach Read and People You Meet on Vacation. I have read both of those already, and I loved both of them. I just wanted to get like a physical copy of them. Uh, so they were on my add to cart buttons. So <laughs> that's where you get into trouble with Book of the Month Club. Um, the other exciting thing is that on Sunday, uh, my husband and I are going to go watch Hamilton live. Ooh, so it should be really That sounds exciting. so fun. That sounds um, awesome. He is actually a guy who like enjoys musicals with me sometimes in plays. So we haven't gone to one in a long time. And I'm because COVID, obviously, but. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to go. And even though I'm in Texas, they are still requiring vaccination or testing f- to go Yay. in. So I'm stoked about uh, places, you know, enforcing any form of protocol in Texas. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah, I can use my vaccine card. <laughs> <laughs> I proof. Uh, I'm still moving, but it's the last week of me moving. So I will be shutting up about it because the next time you hear me, I will be in Denver and I'm very excited to have this all be over with. Um, I'm excited for you. I'm still reading CC Crescent City. Uh, I'm eking. I'm very, it's very, my life is very chaotic, so I haven't really been reading a whole lot, but, um, Snail's Pace, I'm reading that one. and uh, But I also just started a new K-drama that I'm obsessed with, so I thought I would mention that. And it's called The Beauty Inside, um, and it's on Netflix. And it's about a girl who's a famous actress, but for some reason, we don't know why, she, uh, like, once a month, she turns into a different person, like, physically. She just turns, like, any okay. age, any gender. Um, so, like... Sh- it's not the same person every time. It's the same woman, but she turns into different right. people. Like a random Yeah. She'll person. be like an old man, and then she will she turns into a little boy at one point. She turns into a middle-aged woman. It's crazy. And then she falls through the sky, and like she tries to hide it from him, but it's really cute. So I'm obsessed with it. I'm like halfway through it. He just walks in, and there's a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> Loretta is always setting me on these like new K-dramas. Like, which, what was the other last one that you told me to watch that I started? Um, the Business Proposal or Business? Yeah, that's a new one, and Netflix is, I'm, I'm annoyed because they're doing the thing where they, released an, where they release an episode every week, so they make you wait. Um, yeah but it's super cute yeah it's about a uh what is it about I haven't watched it in a while. it's the girl so I watched the first episode and the premise is that these two girls pretend to be each other because one of them doesn't want to get married to this rich business dude and his grandpa tells him like if you want to take over the company you have to get married so he goes on dates and he's like okay fine I'm gonna go find a wife and it happens to be this girl but she's now pretending to be her friend so it's not really her it's 
her friend. Her friend gets set up on a blind date and her friend is like, oh, I don't want to go. Will you go for me? And then just act crazy and he won't want anything to do with you. And she's like, yeah, sure, I got this. I laugh so much in the first episode because it's literally just the main character trying to run away and hide from, like, all of the different men in her life. She's like, they're gonna see me! And then she runs into the other person that she's trying to hide from, and then she's like, no, I can't go that way! And then she runs into this other person. (laughs) Loretta is the girl to go to if you need K-drama recommendations. (laughs) In other news on my end, I finally tracked down uh, volume four of Jujutsu Kaisen, which is, like, the peak epitome nerd level for me but Jujutsu Kaisen is a manga series and also anime and if you're in this world you know that some of the series are really hard to find after they get printed for the first few rounds and so this particular volume for whatever reason probably because it has Gojo on the cover and he is like the best is never available and I finally found one and I got it the other day and I'm obsessed and now my collection is complete for the most part up until the last volume that they released. I'm happy for your organized soul that that has happened. (laughs) Yeah, I'm happy for you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just knowing that your internal, like, Virgo was probably, like, just staring at the gap, like... (laughs) Yes, like, I'm missing one volume. (laughs) I get that. Um, So, latest from me, uh, this... I'm I'm not right, I'm in the situation of moving, so this is my last week um full week living in London in the capital uh and then I'm back to the country <laughs> country bumpkin times again not really uh but when I am in the process of moving home so it's uh chaotic times and life at the minute um so I'm gonna be you. very happy when that's over so yeah I feel all of your pain it's very shared um, and it's weird you know when you're like you know, you're doing like something that you know is good for you but then you get like graduation syndrome and you're like oh wait I, I love all of these things again and now I'm leaving oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting graduation syndrome but I'm also trying to beat it back and be like no you're doing the right thing <laughs> yeah um yeah. <laughs> it's hard and then on like Red Rebel Front, because like I mentioned last time I've got a business uh bookish emo-y business that's a way to describe it yeah uh <laughs> called red rebel it's at rebel red rebel uk um and i'm working on a really cool collection that i've not mentioned anywhere else yet uh but it's like inspired by zodiac and it's like a combination of uh zodiac and tarot cards so oh my god it's uh it's gonna be fitting <laughs> into the uh, elder emo side of the thing loretta and i are nerding out so Should I go get my wallet? <laughs> yeah the collective gasps that just happened <laughs> This is this is right up our alley. It's coming, it's coming. Yeah. So um yeah, there's been a lot of focus on kind of the bookish stuff recently, which is great and I love it, but I uh, I needed to flex my emo yes. design muscles, uh, so it's coming. All witchy vibes accepted here. <laughs> All right, is it main topic time? I think it is. Um this week we are talking about audiobooks and I'm very excited because this is my thing. Uh I'm a very audiobook centered person so I'm ready um if we want to talk about like our favorites and if we like audiobooks do they count which I will fight anybody who says they don't count (laughs) obviously they count yep I I believe they count too I don't I don't feel like that discussion I'm so tired of hearing it and like it's just so ableist and rude Mm -hmm to me that you're like oh well you don't count because you didn't physically see it with your eye it's just so stupid I don't understand 
It makes no sense. Yeah, like I, I, I will put my hand up right here, right now at the start, um, and I'll open myself up to criticism. I do not listen to audiobooks. It is not my thing. But never would you ever say to someone, "Hey, don't put that on your like." If you do like the Goodreads challenge, don't put that on your Goodreads because you listen to it. Like what? <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. What are you talking about? What do you mean? And also, audiobooks take significantly longer time. Way longer. Whole argument. It's stupid. We'll throw it out. <laughs> it's I can stupid recall the entire book it. and like reference it. It counts. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know yeah. the content. You have the plot. Know you the know story. how it ends. You know the characters. Right. So yeah. why not? You're just getting it in a form that's accessible to you. So. Yeah, hundred percent. And I love that even they're becoming more and more commonplace. Like obviously, like the big publishers will always go down like the audio like route and like get that sorted um you know sometimes it takes a while for them to do it which baffles me by the way because you have the book like just just do it at the same time why are you yeah why are you making people wait what is this about like um same with like paperback versus hardback but that's a whole different discussion um (laughs) but then um indie authors now as well like a lot of you know kind of these people that are just out there doing their thing themselves which is great they are also now finding time and the energy and the effort to go out and get their books made um into audiobooks which I think is just super cool like really really cool um so you're not as as restricted on what you can listen to now which is great Mm -hmm. I agree and there's so many good platforms now that do subscriptions and stuff so that you can get multiple and like I mean that obviously is country to country based Mm. but at least you know for those of us lucky enough to be in the U.S. who have a lot of access um our libraries and stuff have so many audiobooks that are easy. You just check them out on your phone and listen to them. It's just amazing. It's, and plug it into your car if you're like me and you have to drive. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I used to do when I had to sit in traffic and go to the office. I would specifically, I like listening to rereads because I find it harder to concentrate on audiobooks, especially since most of the things I read are fantasy or fictional or, you know, content based in a way that you have to focus on who everyone is where the maps are so I really enjoy rereading or listening to books that I've already read because it's another experience and I can still enjoy it while not actively having to be like wait what just happened I need to rewind and and see what I was just like zoning out on but it also helps with Goodreads, like Steph was saying. If you're rereading a book and you're listening to it in your car and then when you're home, you have a book that you're reading new, like you're getting two books done at once. It's just the best. That's how I used to – I haven't really, like – I used to listen to audiobooks all the time while I was at work and now I have a new job, so I can't really do it as well as I used to. But um, that's what I used to do. I would listen to audiobooks at work and then I would go home and read, so I was burning through books like crazy. Yeah. Like, you're like the gold standard of a reader. Like, I am so impressed by that. <laughs> well, I'm not now. That was, like, a couple years ago. <laughs> That's insanely good. I, like, I'm the type of person that is, like, I'm always baffled by an, in, in, like, admiration way of people that can, like, listen to audiobooks and actually consume it. Because, like, I only got into podcasts, like, a couple of years ago um, as an alternative for when I was, like, running a lot because... I needed to pace myself a bit better and obviously music forces you to to kind of keep a beat um and I honest to god like now I'll walk around listening to a podcast um one's really good this like emo girl side something like, like, <laughs> 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 when 
when I'm walking around and I'm listening, like, I swear to God, I black out. Like, I don't know how I got from A to B because <laughs> so it's dangerous. Like, I could, yeah. if I tried to listen to, like, an audio book driving, I would cause an accident. Because <laughs> oh I'm like, so whoop, funny. I'm gone. <laughs> there were times when I would be at work and I would be listening to an audio book and I would just be sitting there staring. I probably looked insane. Um, but I was so into it. I was like, and then I'd be like, oh my God, what am I doing? And I'd come out of it and I'd have to like work, but. Everyone looks like that in corporate America. Just yeah. yeah. Audiobooks for me are also really good for, um, when you don't know how to pronounce words and Loretta can attest to this, how yeah, many times seriously. I've been reading a fantasy book that she's listening to and I have to stop and send her a note and I'm like hey how do they pronounce this in the audiobook and then you just have a guide of how you say things based off of the way the audiobook is pronouncing them and it's just so helpful we were just talking about this because I was talking to her about Crescent City and then I said rune and she was like do you say it rune or do you say it run or what and I was like I have the audiobook I should go and check no that's a really good point I'm going to say rune, and if you tell me it's different... I say rune, too. But yeah. I also used to say manin, and apparently it's manon, so, like, it's manon. I don't... Yeah, that rocked my world Again. when I heard that one. So, <laughs> I was like, wait. And when I heard that, it was that I went to an SJM, uh, like, talk about Kingdom of Ash, so I'm sitting in the audience, and she's on stage, and she said it differently, and I was like, my life is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. You're, like, you're shocked. You're like, wait, what? Like... <laughs> I've been through eight books with you, and you're telling me it's wrong. You're telling me now? Yeah, <laughs> we've been we've been way too deep on this for me to be pronouncing this this way this long. We finished the entire series, and after we finished the last book, you sent us a note, and you're like, um, it's not pronounced this way. <laughs> I mean, it's only helpful, though, if the audiobook gets it right. Like, there's um, uh, one of the JLA series, like the Look series, it's one of her first ones she did. Um, they've only just done, like, the audios for it in, the, like, the last couple of years, because obviously with her doing the high fantasy stuff now, she's gotten really, really popular, um which is like amazing um I have that still that weird like salty emo myspace vibe of I knew them first um so I have to to talk myself down no seriously because we've all been reading it for like four or five years and then now all of a sudden it's a big deal and I'm like yeah but have you read Covenant yeah like like, because I've read all of those anti-titans so like do you know who Aiden is like yeah I have to stop myself from being that bitch. <laughs> but, like, they've just done the the look series, like, as an audio. And, like, the narrator, like, pronounces Damon's name wrong. Like, the, how does, the, Wait, how do they say it? They say it demon. Like, he's, like he's a demon. No! <laughs> oh, my gosh. In the audio book. I mean, but, like, it kind of fits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... True. If the shoe fits, I mean, oh my wrong. Like, but I'm like, oh no, how could that? How who let that go for production? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, that's my question. I need to know what the insights are and if the author tells them how to pronounce things beforehand, so we get the proper pronunciation. Which... Yeah, because yeah. I was going to bring up this is a problem, like especially with Cassie Clare. All of I read, I reread the Mortal Instruments in audiobook form. So did and I. It was a terrible experience. Yeah, we well, did this together. It's confusing because she doesn't have a consistent narrator, which I kind yes. of hate. Because I sometimes they're good and sometimes they're shit. And they all say things differently. So I really need someone to, like, monitor that. Like, can you... Or you just get a will patent for everything because I will die on the hill that the Raven Cycle audiobooks are 
some of the favorite. best audiobooks of all time. Oh, and oh, they so only good. have one narrator for all four books, but he does the voices differently. Like Will Patton oh. is Ronan Lynch. Yeah, and he and I want to say, don't quote me because I'm not 100% certain, but I believe that Maggie actually did the music for her audiobooks. Like her, the music that you hear in the audiobooks, I think it's hers. But I'm not, again, I'm not sure. I don't know where I heard that from, but I well, fact think check. That that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I need to fact check that. But Maggie Stifader is just magical and does Will all Patton the things. Will Patton is so, so good. He, yes. His performance is unreal. If you want to listen to any books, if you want to get into audiobooks, my recommendation is to start with The Raven Boys. They're so good. Or The Raven Cycle. Some right. of my favorite audiobooks. Me and anyone else that's listening that has not really gotten into the audiobook hype, we will start there. Let's all, we'll make a pact. I'm making a pact for us. <laughs> We're going to start with the Raven Those are good. <laughs> And if you have read the Illuminate Files, those are full cast with yes. the sound effects and everything in space and they are so good so if like you want to read the book because of the way that they're done with the collections and the emails and everything it's all through files uh but if you listen to those it's like space opera in your head and it's so fun and like reading and listening at the same time with those is great it's just a like really fun experience i love it's crazy to me how much a performance on an audiobook can affect the entire thing like like, a shit book can really, like, I can like a shit book if it's performed really well and, like, vice versa. <laughs> like, yeah, I think you're right. Because, okay, this is not a shit book, but uh, Daisy Jones and the Six is the way that the book is put together is an interview. And it's an interviews with all of these different members of the band throughout time. And they did a full cast. Like, Benjamin Bratt is one of the narrators. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So for, all of you very young children, if you are listening to us, is an actor in his 50s, but he was hot shit <laughs> back in the day. So, it's a thing. No, yeah. um, Google. So, I think he, I think he dated J-Lo. At one point. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Which also probably, like, dates me. But, um, <laughs> so, they did this full cast, and it's the interview. So, the interviewer is all the way to always the same and then you have all of these different perspectives with all these different voices and you really feel like you're listening to interviews as you're going through the book and so it's just like a really cool experience i i didn't even read the book for that one i just listened to it and it was easy for me to digest in that format because it was like listening to a podcast or an interview instead of trying to put all of the pieces together so it was hard for me to write book reviews on audiobooks sometimes because they were so, like, like sometimes the book is not great, but then the performance is really good, or sometimes the book was good, but then I was like, I feel like I can't judge because the performance was crap. I yeah. So yeah. it's really you weird. You, like, have to pull them out, and you're like, I don't know if I got this book the way it was meant to yeah. be. This is why I am always very much like a, I, and I should really try more than just, like, straight up be like, nah. But, um... <laughs> that's why I think like Deb's approach is the re- is a really good one for somebody that's not currently very into audio is like take a book you already know that you enjoyed like you don't have to love it but that you know it and you and you enjoyed it and then listen to it because I think this whole thing of like it like ha- really hangs on that performance of the singular performer or multiple that's a that's a lot to it's a lot of pressure to put onto that one thing like to make or break it and like 
when you're reading a book, if you're not enjoying it, like, unless you're going to rage read it like that, if you could just go, ah, oh, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, an audiobook feels like a bit more of a commitment for me for some reason, like, because it's so, like, long and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, how long do I give this till I decide if this is going right. to work for me or not? So, yeah, I think that's yeah, a good no, approach. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree. And I think that goes back to Loretta's comment about the Shadowhunter books because, like I said, like I say every single episode – I love Shadowhunters, and I will reread those books always, but the Mortal Instrument audiobooks are not very good because they're not cohesive. Like, you have different narrators for all of the books, and then I want to say, Loretta, let me know if I'm wrong, in City of Heavenly Fire, there's actually two narrators that go back and forth, right? But the only reason why I like those is because one of the narrators just so happens to be Sophie Turner, and I love her. Wow. Okay. So she did did a really good job of that. But the Infernal Devices are, I think, really good because the narrators are somewhat consistent. And all of the British accents, of course, Steph, that's normal for you. But like, for me, I'm like, oh, this is so really good. good. Yeah, do you want me to yeah. listen? I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, is it artifices or artifice? I, I say... Artifices. I say artifices. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, okay. I think I switch back and forth, honestly, but I'm not sure. Okay, I've been saying artifices, yeah. and then I heard artifices, and I was like, I say artifices. But artifice. it's also artifice. this is an audio book. It's also like the Steely versus Stelle, and then like Parabatai versus Parabatai versus whatever. But again, this is what the audiobooks are good for, so that way we can. But not really know how because to they all change. Well, when they get it wrong, they all change how they say <laughs> what, stuff. Yeah. When it's correct and consistent. I was so frustrated. Good. I was like, can we pick a way to say things, please? <laughs> I, I'm going to have to say, I feel like we should now force all fantasy authors at the start of our series to just do like a, just a little kind of clip, a little YouTube video of yes, them saying of how to pronounce everything. <laughs> all of the new words they've made up. And then we can be I like, I would appreciate that a lot. Yeah. We're all can on the I same page. petition for just a glossary at the back of the book would be great because if you would just put a, like definition that used to yeah. be so common i thought they were common and then i read crescent city and i was like sarah you need a glossary i'm literally yeah. taking notes while i think I read all crescent high city. fantasy should have a glossary jennifer L. armantrout also definitely needs pronunciation guides glossary. glossaries everything because s-e-r-a i'm not automatically pronouncing Sarah, but apparently you say Sarah and not Sarah. So oh, I was saying Sarah and it's, I'm not going to remember to say Sarah unless there's two E's there. Because... <laughs> I know authors have got a lot going on and like, but glossary is just surely in the basics come on guys you cannot publish without a penelope thing oh yeah penelope in a way that we were all like i penelope penelope (laughs) (laughs) isn't it it's like penelope though or something right like yeah it's like it's penelope but she spells it penelope penelope yeah yeah i don't know why but on the topic of (laughs) sjm and jla sarah just announced the aquatar uh audiobook which i think we're all excited about yeah they're gonna be full cast i'm so i'm so excited with sound effects i'm so excited a movie in your head that just all put out the good vibes that it's amazing and it's not 
terrible. But there's a snippet online. You can hear the snippet of Lake Tamlin, which you know Ew. who we all want to hear. <laughs> but, uh, but I guess she's gonna do all of them. Yeah, it's it's good. No, this is exciting news for me. Someone that yes, still you can read hasn't them. finished that. <laughs> it, but like, can you imagine with the sound effects and oh all my of that? With its full yeah. cast. It just sounds like I'm like, wait, why didn't you do this before? You really should have done this. Before. I know. Yeah. I already have those audiobooks, but I'm going to buy them again. Okay. I was annoyed that uh, they're only releasing part one and part two of yeah. The Court of Thorns and Roses, like, to be determined. And I'm like, you're releasing half the book? I have questions. Yeah. Is it because of the TV series, do we think? It's because they uh, already exist, know. though, right? Because Loretta says she already has them. So they already exist full books. So they're. Te- I think they're testing. Yeah, they're testing, like, if the full cast, if people are going to be excited about it and that way they can get money yeah, yeah. It's definitely a teaser scenario like they're 100 they'll do the whole book like it's just like hey here have a bit have a bit but then come and have some more and i'm like you're joking right you know which <laughs> fandom you're talking to I know. like <laughs> they're gonna do it okay so the price of them yeah the price of them is not ridiculous because the price is 13.50 or something uh american dollars for half of it essentially um, but part two will come later. So if you put that in almost $30 ish is about the average cost of a audiobook here. So is that what they cost? Oh my Lord. Okay. I didn't it's, know. It's thir- it was $13 for half of the first book. So I, I <laughs> I'm going to wait and see what happens with this before I go spending my money, but yeah, yeah we'll see how it goes. I do want to mention, uh, similar to my obsession with BookBub, BookBub has a sister company called Chirp Books, and they put out audiobooks, like, for really cheap. So if you keep tabs on, like, the audiobook sales on there, sometimes I just go in and check in to see what they have on sale. And you can save things to a wish list and stuff, so uh, you can get audiobooks for really cheap. Yeah, that's a really good tip, because, like, I think also that's another potential barrier to people that aren't into them uh is cost because like if 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 you're able to obviously yeah if you're able to read a regular book um and so and that's your usual path and but you want to get into audiobooks like if it's double the cost of something that I can physically have and hold and you know the collector side of being a book reader like raise its ugly head like it's kind of like well why would I listen to it like unless it's like you know so having those entry points is cool. Yeah, that's a good segue into Audible credits, actually, because I feel like at one point we've all, I don't know about you, Steph, but we've all had, like, the free trial. So for anybody who hasn't, yeah, so for anybody who hasn't done their Audible free trial, I believe the free trial comes with two credits, right? So usually that's two books that you can already get to test out. And then immediately, yes. And then when I was on my audiobook reread binge time, when I had to be in my car every day, I would also ask like friends and family if they had any free credits that they were using. And if not, I would ask if I could just take their credits from them. I do that to my mom sometimes. I'm like, can I have one of your credits? <laughs> yeah. And if you don't transfer it, like the one thing that I found out, which I don't think a lot of people know, is that if they are comfortable, whoever you're talking to, giving you them, giving you their account password, you can download their books onto a device. And as long as you have that device for an elongated period of time, that audiobook will never go away, even if you're not Ooh, signed into their hacks. account. So... That's something that I found out 
very important hack. Recently. Yes. Also, if you wait long enough, and I don't even know how long ago I canceled my Audible uh, subscription, but they've been like pestering me saying, you have new accounts, you could get free books, come back. And I'm like, okay, so you could get two free ones, cancel, and then wait six months or so, and they'll offer you two new free ones because they're trying to get you to pay for it. So, yes. Yeah, and I'm a sucker, so I'm probably going to forget to cancel. <laughs> also, the library is just a really good resource, too. Um, I know some libraries... If you have access yeah, to Yeah, some them. libraries don't offer as many um, or a wide variety, but if you can find them, you can find the audiobook versions of your favorite books or books that you do want to read. So you can listen to them and test them out first, and if you do end up liking them and wanting them for whatever reason, you can buy them after. And a good option for that is if your library has access to Hoopla, and a lot of people wouldn't know if their library had access to it unless you try to log in um, or, like, they're advertising it to you. You know, we're all used to the OverDrive Libby situation. OverDrive is no longer RIP. But Libby and all of the audiobooks on there. Um, But a lot of libraries also have a subscription to Hoopla, which will allow you, like, up to five a month and you don't have to wait in line for them if they have it yeah, on there. On demand. You can just immediately listen. So those are a really nice option. And those are for generally the less popular books or some indie books and stuff. So uh, that's a really good option if you like to read more indie books that they're going to be on Hoopla. I also wanted to mention um, Libro FM because they're a great alternative to uh, oh, yeah. Audible. And they let you choose um, an independent bookstore, so all of the money that you put in towards um, your audiobooks goes to that independent bookstore, which is really great. And uh, I think they give you free credits. I think they give you... It's been a while, because I've had them for a while, but um, they gave me three free credits for my free trial, so that's another alternative you can do, too. Yeah. And then it's like you're getting your audiobooks from an indie bookstore instead of from... It's awesome. Amazon, who owns Audible. Yeah. That's awesome. So use your free trial and then cancel your Audible to get money from Amazon for free (laughs) and then go go buy them from the indie. So this is like all the places. All right, this is it. Evo Evo listeners, we got this. We got this. We got all of the places. This is how we beat the patriarchy and Jeff Bezos. But... Um, I know that people are listening to us wondering when we're going to get to the spicy books and I know that Loretta has probably listened to more than I have so two questions one what are your favorite spicy audiobooks and two have you ever listened to these at work or in public and what okay yes I touched on this briefly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when we were in a, the Sexicombs episode, but yeah, I listened to um, uh, Halfway to the Grave, that series. I forget what the series is called, but the second book in that series oh, yeah. has like a crazy sex scene, and I was at work, I was in my cubicle, and I was like, can you guys hear this? I was freaking out. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know. I have to ask though, because I, I, I do not know. When we're talking a, like a sex scene, and obviously you've got a narrator, uh, what what's the deal? How how acting out are we doing here? Are they like, is it very like, are we breathy? Are we moaning? Like, what's the... sometimes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sometimes not. Sometimes it it's not great. Sometimes it is. Yeah. What rating is it? Is it PG thirteen or R? <laughs> 
This is a weird one to say because it's about, like, it's a YA book, but one of, like, the most uh, surprising scenes I have ever heard in my life was uh, when Spike from Buffy, what's his name, James Marsters, mm. narrates The Lord of Shadows by Cassie Clare. And there are some actual scenes in that one, and I was like, I feel very uncomfortable <laughs> that Spike is re- like because it's Spike like, yeah. like, he doesn't have his accent obviously but I, his voice narrating those scenes I was like I feel it was intense it was not weird. this is making me uncomfortable because I'm hearing him in my ear and it sounds so sexy but like uh, these are also 18 year olds and I need to remember that it was weird but he's in my ear it was just such a uh, like not uncomfortable because it was great but like <laughs> I was like I don't know if I'm allowed to enjoy like, that. <laughs> I felt like, am, like, cause this grown man is in my ear. He's way older than me, but, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a weird feeling, but also it was a really good area. Really <laughs> he book. did the whole book, not just those pieces, but yeah. I mean, if you're throwing somebody up against a wall and spikes reading it to me, I don't know. Okay. Guys, you're changing. You, you the yeah. You're posing a really good argument here. Huh. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. What were those hacks again? It depends on the narrative. <laughs> that was a really good performance. Like, he was really great reading that book. He was, yes, that was a good performance. <laughs> so really good. <laughs> it's really good. A great performance. <laughs> Why did I make this smutty? Why do I always make it smutty? I mean, it's about We need it. You know? We need it. That was my question. What your favorite smutty audio yeah, books? Right. Like that. We need okay, to Okay, I have a question. specific one, though. I, I made a whole list of recommendations that I don't know if I want to rattle them all out, but one of them is. Um, trickery Jess knows this the trickery series oh I do that is a reverse it's a harem. reverse harem and it, they're spicy books but the audiobooks are spectacular oh. they're so good oh the the books are good but the audiobooks are they're way funny. better because uh, Vanessa Moyen is the narrator and she's hilarious she performs them really well so I recommend those I'm here sure. to listen to those as a reread because I loved those books what is that it's a Jamin, Eve, and... Jane, Jane... Oh, yeah, that duo. It was weird because I, I listened to them first, and then I read them, and I was like, this these are different experiences. The audiobooks are better. <laughs> so... I love that, that, like, everyone's always like, oh, romance books are just, like, women porn. Well, the audios really are, guys, <laughs> and we're all here for it. <laughs> when I tell you that Spike is whispering in my ear, you know what? <laughs> Go to hell. I don't care, Chad. <laughs> Just like maybe then don't bother me when I have my headphones in, bud. Okay. Spike opens up that book by reading an Edgar Allan Poe poem and it was just Oh, I know. oh that's it's, just peak. That's exactly was... what yeah. <laughs> it's death I could and not spike handle in my it. ear and it's just <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, podcast getting hot. Yeah. What I'm saying is, uh, maybe we should do that for adult books and not the YA next time so that you don't make me feel awkward. <laughs> but thanks, Mike, for making me feel a kind of way uh, about stuff. Oh, so uh, one of the audiobooks that I have listened to that is spicy is A Promise of Fire by Amanda Boucher. And I don't even know who narrates it. I love those books it too. It's good. I listened to the I whole thing. I think I listened to those yeah. too. We've, we've mentioned this series in a previous episode, but for those who don't know, it's very uh, heavily rooted in Greek mythology. 
and it's high fantasy and it's I want to say a trilogy right now and she's but she's making more she's making some spin-off books too recent I've found this out news out recently so if you are into adult high fantasy and Greek mythology the Kingmaker Chronicles are the way to go and it's got some alpha hole tie me to a horse kind of tie me to a horse I know that sounds weird but it's good in a way well, he was on the horse with her. He, like, tied her to him. It's a kidnapping thing. <laughs> it's a kidnapping bondage, but she doesn't hate it thing. But it's not really dark. Yeah. It's, it's a little it's a little enemies to lovers. The, the horse is not involved. <laughs> I just want to just, clarify. It's, it's my job to explain things poorly. Yeah, you're the one that usually explains stuff like this. Why is this me? It's because I've been drinking mimosas for two hours. I'm usually the one who has, like, really poor explanations about things like birds stealing curses, but... Yeah. The horse, we'll, we'll she's, me she's on the horse. She's not, like, behind, tied behind the horse. To clarify. She's tied to the man. To clarify. She's tied to the man. Grown man. He's on yeah. the horse. <laughs> on the horse. I just really enjoyed that to sell it, you were like, alpha hole, tie me to a horse. <laughs> you know what? You know those horse? kind of books, right? First thing I would say he to an alpha hole. He does tie her to a tree. <laughs> he definitely ties her to a tree at one point, I think. The There's a lot of like, Bondage. we're going we're gonna to take you and you're going to try to run away. So I'm going to just confine Stop you. Stop that. <laughs> yes. All I'm saying is you should read it if you like the From Blood and Ash, Akatar style of fantasy romance you will like kingmaker chronicles it's right up yeah alley. yeah you, also no, you i think that those books I mean... got new covers and i want them the audio oh, books yeah, are I good the new, the new covers are good the story is good so just it's all go, good. go, read, go read kingmaker chronicles <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so wrapping up the audiobook recommendations, like Jess said earlier, we will have the links to all of our recs. To, I have a whole list, our, so I can put it on yeah. our website. We'll, we'll have the links to share. I have one more that I need to uh, talk about real quick, and it is not one that I've listened to yet, but um, Fireside Audio is revamping their audiobooks and from some of their older publications. And so they sent me Crossroads by Laurel Hightower, um, but it's like a horror, which is not normally my thing, but I'm super excited to listen to it because if you're going to do a horror, yeah. it'd be fun to listen to it. And it's actually pretty short. It's more like a novella situation, um, but it's like her, their son dies in a car crash and the world is all messed up. And then her blood falls onto the son's roadside memorial. And then she starts seeing his ghost all over the place. That sounds like and so something I And so she's trying to figure out if it's a demon or is it her son? Does she need to, like, save her son? And so I'm I'm excited to listen yeah. to this. I have actually never thought about listening to horror books, but I feel like they would be way scarier to listen to than they would to read because I yeah. might have to listen to it, like, in the morning on my way to work because I might not be able to listen to it at night. But, like, I'm excited <laughs> to listen. I will listen to a horror book in the middle of the night with no lights on and let everybody know how that goes because that's that's definitely something that I would do. Yes. You're a scary, <laughs> scary little human. That's why. <laughs> I I will I watch scary movies by myself. Like there's just so something about. We got a word scary. for that. I think it's psychopath. But uh... <laughs> well, one of us has to anyway. do it's it. Okay. One of us has to be the guinea pig to let the world know. 
I'm outwardly hardcore, but I'm inwardly a marshmallow. I look to you to help me. <laughs> I, I look to you to save me <laughs> with the horror. I, when you were saying it, though, I was like, that's a really good point. Like, horror would be an entirely... I think genre is very important with this, right? Like, horror would be an entirely different scenario of listening yep. to than... Um, you know a bit of a, a bit of a like dark smut like yeah. I was thinking oh maybe I would get over myself and like on the train like list like to London or whatever when I have to commute listen to a horror and then I'm like no absolutely not because I know for a fact I would like shit myself in the middle of the train I would jump <laughs> and everyone would be like what is wrong with this are you okay yeah. <laughs> someone would try to talk to you and you'd be like no you're gonna murder me like, oh, I no, would no. scream I'm seeing ghosts. Like the book that Jess was <laughs> yeah. talking about, the lady seeing her dead son, and you're like listening to this in your car, and you're like, did I just see a ghost? Did <laughs> I, I just... I am. What was that? What? Is that a demon on the side of the road? Yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm excited. I'm excited, and I'm I'm 100% I kind of wish that I could send it to you so you can listen to it. I will definitely come back in the next few weeks with an update, because I'm going to do this. I'm excited to listen to a horror book. Yeah, that was nice. Okay, well, that was good on audiobooks. I feel like we got a lot out there. We have a lot of recommendations. We will link out to all of our favorites because there are a lot of them. And I will come back with horror updates. Um, But I also want to start our ending game because I am also excited for this. We are playing another round of Did a Man Write This? Except this time I found the quotes, so Jess gets to play. I get to play. All right. And you get to read oh, the inappropriate quotes. Right. This is going to be so awkward, but I'll I'll try my best. These are going to be explicit, people, right? This is Sexy an incredible quotes. awkward game. Okay, are we These still are... are we still doing is it a woman or a man? Yes, yes. Is did okay. a man write this? Do you think it was a man? Yes or no. So I'm going to start. There are, we're we're going to do four. I found four of them. Oh. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? Are you mentally prepared? No. Here's number 1. Here's number 1. She was 30 or so, pale and square-shouldered, with hard black eyes, optimistic breasts, and a face rescued from beauty by an off-kilter nose and a too-sharp chin. Man. That's a man. Yeah, man. <laughs> rescued from beauty, my ass, you troll. What, what is an optimistic <laughs> breast? Is it when uh, they're okay. feeling particularly up that day? Yeah. <laughs> I... I don't know who wrote that, but it was not a man. It was a bridge troll. <laughs> and and like our previous round, we won't be saying who exactly it was. Just if it's a man or woman, we're not going to call anybody out. We're just going to have some fun. But not that they shouldn't. That was definitely troll. a man. Yes, you were. I all hope right. that it was a man. people think that my breasts are always optimistic. <laughs> I know. But I, I have a child, so mine are not. <laughs> Another man giving me another complex I didn't think I needed to worry about. (laughs) Here, also for anybody who's curious, there are so many articles written about this kind of stuff. Like, you think that it's not normal, but it really is. There are even, (laughs) I've I've tumbled down like the worst sex awards. Like there, there's a publisher that gives out yes annually. (laughs) They do it every year. They do it every year. The worst sex scene awards. (laughs) Yeah, and it's a whole and the winners are usually so always men. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, isn't it great that now your Google history looks like my Google? Yeah, history? Yeah, our Google history. But is I got the, the idea from TikTok because there's all of these wonderful creators out there. Yeah, 
reading yes. and dramatizing them, and it's oh. just chef's kiss. I love you. You guys are my inspiration. All right. Are you are you ready for this next one? This next one's really good. Okay. Here's a second. Here's the second one. I'm commando. Underwear is mostly useless. My balls like to be free, not confined by material. I think, I think that's a, a woman. woman, yeah, because I don't know. Because I would write a man like that. It's a yeah. woman writing a douche, like that. a douchebag. The attitude alone. <laughs> a woman. My balls like to be free. Like that's clearly <laughs> something that this woman has like heard from an actual man and was like, you know what? This douchebag needs to be called out. Thank you for your quotes. I will be writing about you. <laughs> that was a woman. That was a woman writing. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> to think that's probably where she got it from some guy said that to her poor poor woman oh, oh man i can't so sorry. we assume okay here's the next one <laughs> i can't even say it <laughs> okay oh i'm okay. scared uh, okay okay instead instead a backbeat starts up in my clit full percussion it's like a dj made at home in my underwear and my vagina is where all the bass resides <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> if you think a clip works like a turntable, definitely. Oh, if this isn't a man, I pray for this poor woman's soul. And I'm not even religious. How does it start behind your clip? Yeah, what? Is, is the percussion is coming from him on the inside? This has to be a man. Is that what he thinks he does? Oh, no. oh, this okay. has to be someone that... Do you really think that you're shaking us like doesn't that? Have a, has, doesn't have the mechanics <laughs> to understand the feeling. It's got to be a it's man. A DJ, it's a DJ. It's a man. Loretta, what's it's your answer? The DJ oh, is a man. <laughs> For sure. Oh. That was a woman. No! No! <laughs> That was, I have some physiological questions. That was that was. Um, how do you when, have a have a clit and like write that? <laughs> Are we sure it's not a pseudonym? I mean, uh, I would like. I don't know. Offline, I would like the name of this person, and I would like <laughs> yeah, to we check need that one their us. books, and I would also like to check References. if they're okay and if they need to be like pointed in the direction of someone that can actually give them pleasure. <laughs> like yeah, that that was oh my god that killed me. I, mean, I apologize I guess for maybe if you that. had a super extreme vibe. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here. I don't okay. The Nimbus Five Thousand. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> the last one for the day. <laughs> oh my god! I'm unhinged. <laughs> Here's the last one for today's game. Her breasts were nicely formed, and she displayed them with an admirable nonchalance, what? neither flaunting them Man. nor pretending they were not there. Man. Man. <laughs> nonchalance. Non- neither flaunting them nor pretending <laughs> that they're not there. I often, I often pretend that they're not there when, uh, sure. no woman uh, actually is worried about their own yeah, are they there <laughs> Why, I, <don't> know. <laughs> I, okay. I, I mean they come with what's me. everyone's guess for this one man a man I, I got tricked on that last one and now I'm in my head I, know. I kind of think it, <laughs> really I want me. it to be a man but I think it might be a woman it was a man oh it's thank a god man. <laughs> 
Oh, men that, really think that we are actively displaying our breasts or yeah, that, that we are we trying like, not to put, actively. Like, they think that we put a lot more thought into it than yeah. we do because we're like, and it's a body part. I'm going to so. have a good conversation with my breasts later about uh, making sure that they <laughs> understand okay. they're nonchalant. When that? to be optimistic <laughs> and when to be nonchalant. I'm like, yeah. going to have a debrief. So I know that they know when to do the correct situation. Yeah. What vibe? What vibe do they have to give off? Like on certain days, you know? Girls, like... we're going to talk about it. You and me later. <laughs> I also am wondering if the percussion thing is maybe a rave culture thing. That I just don't know about. It's really thrown me. Like you walk into a rave and the music I... is so loud. <laughs> like, oh, so... this would be really good to write into a book. If like you walk in and you're like, oh, this 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 vibe I'm getting from the music feels familiar. I'm turned on. You know, what plug in and go. Like. Maybe she is a raver and we just don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look too deep. That I mean. But however you get that, your kids, as long as it's safe and no one gets hurt. Because. Yeah, we need the name. Yeah, I, I need the name I, of this one. Uh, I will. So that... We can we can sidebar on this, and if anybody we'll side, else yeah, wants to absolutely. know, like, this can yeah. also be something we do as like bonus episodes where we actually do talk about who wrote what. We can do that. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> but thanks for joining our. Did well, I not write this <laughs> on the our segment? These are always our favorite. I'm glad that's ending on that bombshell. <laughs> able to join. <laughs> That's it for our show now. <laughs> <laughs> Next yeah. week, we will be talking about, uh, it's called Ain't Nobody Got Time For That, and we're going to be talking about our DNFs, uh, how we feel about it, what our rules about DNFing are, what books we've DNFed, etc., etc. Um, so you can follow us on all the things, um, on social, at emo, gu- at emo girls guide, um, so come and find us and hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Staff for being with us again. Yes. Yeah. Oh, May your day so be blessed with, with main character, character energy. energy. Main character energy. Whoop, whoop. Awesome. Whoop.